you know nothing. Nothing happens on the show. It's just like life. Shobi and Vic in I Know Nothing. We Know Nothing. Hello. It's just like life. It's just like life. I still haven't watched Seinfeld. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm I'm a friend's gal. Mm. Sorry. That's okay. Not sorry. I need to say sorry less often. That's something I want to yeah, hear. Well, uh, do you know what I need to say less often? What? Anyway. I mean more often. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I need to say no more often. Okay. And I need to say anyway much less, less often. often. Back in that epi- last episode, I'd said anyway about five times and then I said it again and I go, oh, there goes my first anyway. I know. Because I had already picked up on at least one, but I wasn't going to comment. I was like, let's just – anyway. I've got no idea the scope of my problem. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's your thing. It's it's all good. Mm. Um, so it's my turn today. To I was debating between two topics, but I'm going to do one that's a little quite topical, very topical at the moment. There's a lot around about it. Um, I was debating to do the dark web mm-hmm. or the climate change net zero by – 2050 situation mm. i decided to go with the latter and next time we're doing dark web my well, next episode now i've committed to that i can't actually change yeah okay i think i know what i'm gonna do next <laughs> what dark web <laughs> <laughs> you gonna steal my idea <laughs> um what are you going to do next well i thought um i thought i might do something about that high court decision about publishers not like being liable for comments that mm. appear on their on their mm. Facebook accounts or on their publishing sites. Cool. Um, that's really interesting. And then the other thing that I was going to do was on the back of the Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh, kind of what a what a mess! It's so yeah, sad, awful. I would really like to unfold that understanding. Yeah, what what actually happens in the film mm-hmm. industry because it sounds pretty terrible when it comes to low budget Mm. movies and and safety protocols Mm -hmm. anyway i will be really interested to hear Mm. about that all right so over the next couple of weeks in glasgow the climate change conference is happening so it's something that happens every every few years um almost every country in the world or 197 nations in total will head over to glasgow so the last agreement that they signed was in 2015 um and you know the goal with these with these this conference is always to focus on climate change so how the world can improve together so that not everyone's on different Mm -hmm. levels and everyone has different goals so climate change obviously refers to the the effects of global warming and there's been a worldwide average temperature increase of 1.2 degrees celsius recorded since the beginning of the industrial revolution in the late 19th century so fossil fuels like coal oil natural gas all of those things um just you know sea levels are rising and extreme weather the weather over the last couple of weeks in melbourne has been ridiculous there's been earthquakes hail we're in spring so there's been 27 degree days it's out of control it's quite scary mm. and it's always bloody windy i know it is always bloody annoying windy. it is always windy especially if you've just had a blow dry oh i did not mm. know what you were gonna say <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you went in that direction um so so, yeah, the last agreement was in 2015. Um, their long-term temperature goal um, is to keep the rise in mean, and glo- mean globi- global temperature to well below 2 degrees um, and they want to reduce 
the effects of it Mm -hmm. as soon as possible and reach net zero by the middle of the 21st century. So Australia's goal um, and ScoMo's goal that he's taking over there, same with a a lot of other countries or if not all of them, that net zero by 2050. Mm. That's what they'll – sorry, they'll all be – on the same page with that net zero by 2050. So net zero describes the point in time when humans stop worsening climate change. So we want to get, we want to um, achieve net zero emissions, which will be an overall balance between greenhouse gas, greenhouse gas emissions produced and greenhouse gas emissions taken out of the atmosphere. Mm. So you think of it like a set of scales and we've been tipping the scales with a lot more greenhouse gases being produced over the last, you know, however long, um, they want to balance it back out. So, you know, we can still create and emit those those fuels and things. you have to offset it with something good. Exactly. You want to offset it with something good. And a good example of of somewhere that has done this well is Tasmania. In 2014 and 2018, they actually dropped below net zero. Mm. It's amazing to think that Tasmania can do that and we – can't yeah. get anywhere near that. They, they are f- super protective of their environment in mm-hmm. Tasmania and also the, there's obviously less people there. There's less industry mm-hmm. in, in general, I suppose, uh, there as well. And just because they are located across a body of water, there's not as much manufacturing in there either. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. And two things that allowed it to happen was their hydro- hydroelectric dams and their large carbon-dense forests. Um, mm. Their electrical supply is already near nearing 100% renew- 100% renewable. Do they have gas in Tasmania, natural gas? Um, I don't know. I've been, you know, I went there years and years and years ago and they didn't. Weird. Yeah, but I wonder whether they have put in that gas line there now well the remaining emissions from the state were across transport manufacturing agriculture um but they are they're making their goal is to do this permanently so they reached this goal in 2014 and 2018 to move below net zero and they recognize that they can do it and they're working hard to make it happen every year Hmm. so that's quite cool yeah um, Australia, the rest of Australia is a little bit different. So we've been more focused on deploying technology to help reduce emissions instead of penalising um, polluters. Um, and it's been really horrible here. You know, we've had bushfires and droughts and so many different um, – we've really felt the effects yeah, of – Cyclones, floods, mm-hmm. those floods in Queensland. God, mm-hmm. they went on mm-hmm. forever, mm-hmm. it felt like. It did. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. So um, ScoMo's net zero by 2050 plan is very kind of grey. There's a lot of grey areas. Mm. So ScoMo, as we know, is really good at selling things, selling an overall plan, saying the money's all good, I've got the money, um, and making people, I suppose, feel a little quite confident in selling it to people. But when you really look at it, there's a lot of, um, you know... Holes. A lot of holes. He doesn't always do his homework. Mm-hmm. So they've said that there's going to need to be a lot more fleshing out to actually get there. Um, you know, there's some of the, um, the the things that they've listed that are going to help us get there are quite hard to define, including unnamed further technological breakthroughs, global technology trends, offsetting emissions we can't eliminate with credits, including those bought overseas. The other half is assumed to come from the government's existing technology investment roadmap, which has now been updated. So half of it's what we're already doing. The other half is grey area. Yeah. So like it's it's not 
really there's not a lot of plans set there. We know that we'll see um, solar changes in solar power and electrical cars, so there'll be more um, electrical cars come in. Um, but, you know, 2050 is so far away and it's, it's believed that a lot of the plan, the effects of this plan won't be really felt or, yeah, I suppose felt until later on, Much later closer on to 2050. Yeah. So we're not going to really see a lot of change anytime soon. Mm. It'll be then. Um, so, yeah, he's relying on a lot of different technology um, and they want to um, – they want to bring down the price of emissions, reducing technolo- technologies, um, and make them com- make them competitive with polluting technologies. Um, and they've redirected eighteen billion dollars of investment. So there is money that's already in these um, areas, and they're just being redirected. Mm. Really, yeah. Um, so a little bit about ultra cost. So ultra low cost technology is one of the main things that I just mentioned that will that um, will be introduced um it's solar that produces electricity for less than 15 dollars per megawatt hour that's about half of what it costs now Hmm. Mm -hmm. so um you know so that's one of the things that we'll see but there's also over the last week there's been a lot of um you would have seen in the news that the nationals and barnaby Mm. joyce have been kind of pushing back against it or with it it's been really to and fro yeah, I feel like that's their job, mm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because the Nationals and the Liberals, they are together, they build, they are the coalition. So they work closely together on all of these things. Without each other, that's where things fall apart mm. for them. So they need yep. each other. They need each other, to, other's support to get their own mm-hmm. ideas up and moving yep. because their votes really only count with Parliament when they're with backed each by each other because mm. it's a combination of each other. Mm. Um, so... Barnaby Joyce, who's the Deputy Prime Minister um, and leader of the Nationals. I feel like, though, the Coalition need the Nationals a lot more than the Nationals need the yeah. the, the Liberal Party. I agree. Party. Mm. Oh, although, would Barnaby Joyce be Deputy Prime Minister? Well, possibly, because the- he could have formed a coalition with Labor. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. True. Um, so he was – Barnaby Joyce was opposing ScoMo's net zero by 2050 plan. Um, you know, he was pushing up against it, but then he and the Nationals got in a room together. They didn't really do a vote, but they kind of discussed it. And in the end, the overall um, – every, more people were calling for let's move forward on the 2050 net zero yeah. plan. Um, and really that just means that they – the Nationals are still supported by the Liberals as well. Mm. So the, the Nationals are for regional Australia. So their goals are to create jobs for regional Australia, put get funding for regional mm. Australia. So if they hadn't have supported this Liberal, this with ScoMo, they might not get any funding for regional yep. Australia. So which is one of the reasons they needed to back it. Mm. Um, so and jobs. Um but they've said that two things must must happen. So an ec- economic pathway must be identified and farmers should not be burned, burdened by unnecessary red tape, mm. which is what we've discussed before about yep. governments creating these um, – it just becomes – you'd rather not try. Yeah. <laughs> you'd yeah. rather – there's that much red tape that it's just easier to sit back. But really we need the agric- agricultural um, sector 
all these changes, they're going to be one of the biggest ones that we lean on. Well, they're also one of the biggest pollutants as well. Mm. Well, they're about 20% of Australian's emissions, while the industrial sector is responsible for about 30%. So, Mm. But that's still big. It is big. 20% Mm. is big. Um, So he's – Barnaby Joyce said he understands that some people in regional areas would have concerns about the Nationals backing um, backing it, but he insisted that it's better that they are – in on this deal and part of this deal and supporting the Liberals and supporting the idea than out of it. Um, Off the back of supporting the 2050 net zero plan, the Nationals and Liberals made a deal. So for their kind of like their reward for supporting Mm. the plan from ScoMo, they're getting – ScoMo is committed to investing in regional Australia, but again, he hasn't said how much money, so TBC – um, and the Resources Minister, Keith Pitt, will be getting a promotion to Cabinet from the Outer Ministry, which means that the Nationals now hold five of the 24 mm. seats in Cabinet, which is a big, you know, they've just put someone else back in Cabinet that wasn't there that had been shuffled out. Yeah, so it makes long. them even more powerful. Makes them more powerful. So, of course, they're going to want that, you know. Mm. When Keith Pitt gets a little pay rise, probably a huge pay rise. Probably. Mm. So I hope that gave you a, um, a little understanding of it was really good to learn about because there's just a lot to it and really once you do start drilling it down there's just so many gray areas honestly Mm. in it and it's all um they haven't been great about managing environmental things though this government so Mm. remember remember the barrier reef Mm -hmm. um project and how they just gave that huge amount of money to that one little company Mm -hmm. like they gave them millions and mm. millions of dollars mm. they make really stupid decisions yeah. when it comes to when it comes to environmental um factors that affect the whole country mm-hmm. and then you know they obviously they're really highly condemned for their inaction on climate change when it came to those bushfires and everything that we saw mm. um and i think when this was this plan was kind of released yesterday. There was a lot of criticism that came from from Labor and also just from mm. environmental journalists as mm. well. Yeah. Um, and when he goes to to Glasgow, because Australia Australia is behind the rest of the uh, well, behind mm-hmm. the rest of a lot of the world, and we do have this responsibility to our immediate neighbours in our region. So, um, you know. The, islands in the pacific islands who mm. bear the brunt of a lot of the environmental mm-hmm. damage that's done you know we see entire you know countries ravaged by mm-hmm. tsunamis and mm-hmm. earthquakes uh, floods well, everything you yeah. know so yeah it'll be interesting to see um that's a good point how he's received in mm-hmm. glasgow and mm. yeah because it took him that long to get to this yeah we are behind everyone so we're kind of like the the mm. la- not the laughing stock, but we're kind of well, like, like the oh, hillbilly neighbor. Stock. Yeah, it's a bit embarrassing, mm. but um, at least I suppose we're kind something of something is forward better on than it. nothing. Yeah, it is something that you know the Labor Party did. Bill Shorten tried to progress with a couple of years ago, but he was so um, he didn't really financially have the answers. Whereas Scomo is so good at selling this and and mm. putting well, pretending to put numbers to paper, but really it's really hard to actually see what he's putting into Mm. place but he's a lot better at selling it and you know there's been a lot of it's taken even just the Labor Party a long time to get to this point. Remember when Julia Gillard tried to put her um, carbon tax Mm. in place Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's mm. been, you know, a, a big mess. But, yeah, let's watch on over the next couple of weeks and see what happens. Amazing. Mm. Well done, V. Thanks. That Very was fun. interesting. Whew, that was fun. Um, yeah, I, I learned a lot. Oh, you're going to tell me um, – you're going to tell me about what you learned about uranium, remember? Yes. So uranium um, – so you said it is it often is it used a lot for weaponry. So r- uranium is a very important element because it provides us with nuclear fuel used to generate electricity in nuclear power stations. So um, e- e- I did read something. You're not wrong with what you said. Um, uranium like, <laughs> uranium is like now right. used to power commercial <laughs> nuclear reactors that produce electricity and to produce isotopes used for medical, industrial and dunk, dunk, defence purposes around mm, the world. So nuclear weapons. Anyway, look, well, it sounds like it's used for good and evil. Yeah. Mm, I feel a little guilty about that. Oh, well. Just bottom drawer it and forget yeah. about it. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.